what is up dudes it is november 30th 2022 it's a wednesday night you know what that means you know what that means the brand and big veto t here Yo. coming at you pro wrestling planet podcast pwplanet.com bvt my man what is up yo what's up i love wednesdays you know that i get all scissor happy we got wednesdays we've got a dynamite show a show that i actually really enjoyed but of course we'll get into really? all that that's interesting well you know for the most part what i remember right now my general vision of it i enjoyed We'll see what happens as this show goes on, man. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for joining us here, wherever you're joining <laughs> us at. Make sure you can find us again. That's pretty much the easiest way to sum all that up. Yeah. Uh, we got AEW Dynamite. It starts off with the John Moxley uh, promo. Just want to say that it's now two weeks in a row in the ring. with a promo. In the ring, Vito. How say, do you feel about that? I I I made the big um fuss out of AEW doing a a match at the beginning of the show for weeks and weeks and weeks on this show and for two weeks in a row and it's been Moxley too. Yeah. <laughs> Mox both times. But Paul Regal and um, Moxley last week and now but, Mox. But yeah. this time uh, I I was not disappointed either week, so I'm letting it go. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to let it go. I'm letting it go. They're it changing it up a little bit. You know what I mean? It's good to do this stuff every now and then, as long as it's good. And uh, I, did, I did learn something, though. What's that? Um, the three things that are that are for sure things. Okay. Death, taxes. And I was never really sure about this third one. I've heard plenty of things, but apparently Moxley. Moxley, 100%. Moxley's that third one, yeah. 100%, one. how about that? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, Moxley, he talks a bunch of stuff here, but then more importantly, he gets interrupted by Hangman Adam Page. My other guy, the Hangman. Uh, comes out, man, I think arguably this was the biggest pop of the night because yeah. people were genuinely surprised to see Adam Adam Page. They weren't expecting it. Yeah, my I had a jaw drop. That was my jaw drop of the night. For sure. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yep. That's where we were at on this thing, so. Uh, yeah, buddy. So they kind of... I love Hangman Adam Page, and I love John Moxley. So that was cool. And we're in the Indiana Farmers Coliseum, if you want to get real technical on this, since you called out the town. Uh, yes, and this was either written or... <laughs> this is either written perfect or figured out perfectly between the two of them, because uh, Moxley makes a comment about how <laughs> he was surp he's surprised to see him, and, you know, you're sure you want to do this, man, you know, so it doesn't end up like last time. Yeah, he's and like, Paige, did you forget? Yeah. Yeah. Did you forget? Yeah. And Paige just whacks them and they start going at it. This was great. Hey, concussions aren't funny. Okay. It's not a joke, man. Concussions are real. 
I'll drink to that. Mm-hmm. Not a joke, but hey. It was funny, though. Right. They start <laughs> brawling. They do your standard pull apart with the security, but they keep going after each other. This is like the worst episode of Jerry, Spring, Jerry Springer ever, you know, where the... It was a good pull apart segment. I liked it. It was totally Jerry Springer, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It, like, was. it was like, okay, we've got it under control. No, we don't have it under control. <laughs> okay, we've got it under control. No, we don't. And then Moxley fell off the stage. I don't know if that, that was, was actually awful. planned. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't. I think he missed the spot. <laughs> I think he. He. I think he had more space. Uh, what Jr. say? Not Jr. Uh, Excalibur Tony. said something like, uh, "He was so focused on getting." I'm getting a man that he didn't even see where he was going. I was like, good sell. Watch your step. Good job. But uh, we're going to get that apparently at some point in time in the near future. So awesome. Can't complain. Hangman versus Mox for no title. Looking forward to that. We can maybe see how that match was supposed to end the first time. Would you agree that um, a match... Like, uh, say Mox and Hangman had the title match. Would you agree that that match would be different than a non-title match where neither of them have a title? Do you think that match would play out different? Not just the end of someone being a champion, but, like, the way they frame that match. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I like this feud more as like a as like a semi main not in the title picture. I think it's great yeah. that they're revisiting this now. Uh keeps Moxley away from MJF for a bit. Moxley apparently sticking around. You know, we thought he was going on vacation, but yeah. apparently the team needs him too much and Well and I and uh I think I know why because I read an article like about a month ago that said uh, Tony Khan is quoted in saying that Re- Renee Paquette <laughs> is one of the reasons AEW is as good as it is right now. <laughs> or uh, Renee is like a godsend to AEW or something like that. So <laughs> we were thinking that Moxley's going to be leaving when I, mean... I don't think Renee's going to go anywhere. I think Renee's stuck where she is. Tony, I love you. Renee, no disrespect, but come on now. Yeah. Do we need these groveling comments in the press all the time? I mean. Unless Renee does like a shit ton of pre-tapes right now, then they can go. <laughs> you know, she, she just is goes in the back the and does like 50 pre-tapes. In one way or another, I mean, she's the best at doing that. But you yeah. know what I mean? Like she's got four four to five segments a show. I had a e- easily. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally took Shivani's gig for the most part. Yeah. Uh I don't remember where it was at, but Shivani said shit at some point. <laughs> it was it, you know, he called MJF a piece of shit later in the show. Oh yeah. And yeah, I was I just like that. I don't think the announcers should be cussing, you know what I mean? Like, it's one thing for the talented. My old boss at couveradio.com for Horns and Headlocks, uh, he told me, he's like, you know, you can cuss on the air, 
you know, it's, it's, it's fine. It's not like a big deal, but you should try not to make a habit of it. You know, your guests can cuss all that they want to, but as a host, you should be kind of reserved, you know, so JR used to, to say heart. son of a bitch when he got excited. <laughs> well, that was, that was, that was JR though. <laughs> that was like, they did that commonly back in the late nineties. Son of a bitch. He did that a lot. Our favorite was when Kane would come out and the pyro would go <laughs> off at the beginning and, and JR would go, Yaw. <laughs> he would always like <laughs> act like he was scared or was Maka. <laughs> uh, those were great times. Hellfire and brimstone. Those yes. were great times. Yep. Anyway, when the, when the pyro are we still on a dynamite podcast here? <laughs> Either way, man, we're reminiscing about the good old attitude era. We're allowed and to do JR is not on dynamite anymore. He's barely on there. Uh, JR, we miss you. He's on a rampage sometimes and only like the last hour of a pay per view. Can't say I really miss him much. You know, I had a vision today. Of Whoa. just let Excalibur do everything. Get rid of Taz and Shivani. One yeah, man get rid of Taz. Because I don't know if you heard one that I didn't, but there was no Ian bag tonight. Spoilers. I was trying to find one. I couldn't find I one. I was going to save that for the end of the show, but if we're getting rid of commentators, then we're getting rid of Taz, who gave up on Ian bag tonight. So. There was just no appropriate spot. There was. There was an awesome Yambag spot, and I was waiting for him because he said other stuff, but he didn't say Yambag. I'm kind of disappointed in him. It's anyway. probably become a thing where they're, like, gambling on it backstage. <laughs> he probably bet that he wasn't going to say it tonight, so he didn't say oh, it. Oh, my. It's a thing now. Yeah, it's totally a thing. Oh, that's awful. Moving along, though, my man. Uh <laughs> Dax, the first match. Dax Hardwood, <laughs> Brian Danielson. This was freaking great. They chopped the crap out of each other. The fans chanted, this is awesome, right when they locked up. Oh, for sure. I did not hear that, but I believe yeah. it. Yeah. Commentators called it out. It was crazy. Um, They did a lot of stuff here. Really hard yeah. to recap, but... Um, yeah, there was a... Um, Danielson hit the scary dive, almost caught his foot on the rope. That cut, they wrestled in the front row for a long time, like in people's laps, and probably stepped on oh. some foots a couple of times. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that. They wrestled all the way through the commercial in the front row. Yes, okay, and so Pip, do you have the ability to watch these dynamites back? Yes. You, you got to watch back during this match because when they, when Danielson throws uh, Dax into the over the rail, there's this woman there in a green jacket that's like right behind them, mm-hmm. and she is like scared for her life. <laughs> you, you I'm going to go watch it. You've just got to see it. I pointed it out to everyone and we were laughing. I rewound it like three times <laughs> because it was just like, it was just so amazing. Like she was so frightened. Like, I don't know if she 
was just like drugged there by her friends and didn't know what to expect <laughs> or what the deal was. But like, she was told she was in no danger, then someone pretty much fell on her. She was concerned. That's funny. Um, so they did a lot of uh, reversals in this match, a lot of double moves, those double clotheslines they did for like a minute. That those were really fun. Um, and no one really worked like, you know what I mean? It wasn't really like a straight, like, heel or face match. No. They just did stuff, you know? Yeah, no it was, was cool. Really, yeah. Yeah, it was just a couple homies beating the crap out of each other. Right. Even the finish was cool. It wasn't necessarily your, um, your normal type of uh, deal now. So the you say the finish... Uh, let's see here. What did we do? They were just rolling around the ring, doing different, like, moves to each other. Then all of a sudden, he rolled around into the LaBelle. (laughs) Rolled into the LaBelle, but the camera was way out of place. That's right. Okay. The camera was at Danielson's back of his head. Oh, there was hard cam that caught the tap, and he was facing Danielson's back of his head was to hard cam and he was facing the ramp and he tapped out and you couldn't even see the hand that tapped because it was on the far side way out of place sometimes i wonder about the camera work but what's funny it's like caliber's like excalibur's like oh uh, we couldn't see it but i believe his uh hands were over his (laughs) eyes He's like, his hands were over his eyes. That's why he was just kind of shaking wildly trying to get to the rope before he tapped. I'm that's, like, oh, okay. That's Scully that for you, covering for everybody. <laughs> yeah, that match went 1442. That's what he's usually got to do, you know. It was a good match. I that's, liked it. That's the life of the announcer, you know, covering for things on commentary and trying to sell and, them. I know and he's all about the best it. at it. He's good. You know yeah. all about it. I don't. Uh, I don't mind Excalibur. I think he's good. Like I said, I think he could carry. I think we could do a Joey Styles, and it would give AEW a different kind of presentation. He could still have, you know, like, and that way when the wrestlers commentate, it's you know what I mean. It's like an added bonus. Like he wouldn't be alone every match. It'd be kind of like Power Pit. You know what I mean. Yeah. Like there would be shows where it'd be just me and the idea was was to have you know wrestlers throughout the show come out and do color. Didn't always happen that way. You know, one or you know, one or two guys might come out, you know, during the show, but uh yeah. No, I mean I, I think I think that would be good anyway. Enough about that, yes. Danielson goes over ultimately, you know, uh, they put, they, they always put Dax in these big matches and he's always losing. One of these days he's going to win one. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. He doesn't have to win though, because he's one of the best tag team wrestlers in the world. But right. But that's what I'm saying though. That's they're setting that up for the future. Like one day. He's going to have one of these showcase matches against, like, you know, a main event guy, and he's going to actually win it. 
What did you think about the fake no handshake? Oh, yeah, that was great. Nice touch. Yeah, I like that. You know, he had and... to go disrespect him and he came back. I think it was came back with a hug, right? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, and this kind of explained everything and, and, and let us know a little bit, a little bit of foreshadowing of how Danielson's character was going to play out because... Judging by last week's episode, kind of the, you know, the natural thing that you would assume was that, you know, Danielson was going heel or something, and then, you know, against Moxley or whatever, they completely shifted away from all that, which was Oh, yeah. Tonight went a little crazy. Right. But Danielson, uh, you know, stay in pact, I think, you know, doing what he's doing. I will talk a little bit more about that later. Uh, we get a backstage dealy with Ricky Starks. Next week, Kid, we got the Kid's Dynamite. Kid's got ambition. The Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Yeah. And um, it's got Sean Dean in it and uh, the Peacock. What's his name? Uh, uh Dang it, what's his name? He's got the boy Dalton Castle. So, correct me if I'm wrong, Vito, but... So, the diamond ring. Mm-hmm. You get a title shot with that, right? I guess so. But Ricky Starks already has a title shot. He wants all the all this stuff. He's quite ambitious. So... I don't know. I mean, I guess put him in the match, but do you think he actually wins that thing? I mean, I don't, I'm not sure about the dynamite diamond ring in a title match because MJF has won the dynamite diamond ring every year. And I don't remember him having three title matches. Oh, so he's won that every year in a row. Nobody else has won the dynamite diamond ring. MJF is the only person who's ever won it. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. Yeah. So that makes it, okay. <coughs> well, yeah. we'll see where that goes. The jury's still out on that one, damn it. Uh, yeah. So. Okay, go, then something happens, okay? The, I got to say something about this next segment. Yes, go ahead. You got my two guys, and they're going at it in the back parking lot, right? Right. They're still going at it because they just want a piece of each other, okay? Excalibur says they're going at it like hammer and tongs. Did you hear that? Or did I hear that wrong? Hammer and tongs? Hammer and tongs. I swear he said that. What does that even mean? I was hoping someone could tell me. (laughs) you hear in the comments or if you're hearing this on spotify call into our hotline please let us it's know it's one nine hundred oh wait that's another one but hammer and tongs pwplanet.com you can find some way to reach us on there going All at the it like there. hammer and tongs well i know what a yeah, hammer got is me. i know what tongs are it got me i was I like i wrote it down immediately i was like are you kidding me now, now Excalibur is just making shit up. Anyway, for some reason, Renee's in Tennessee. 
try to smooth this on from hammer and tongs. Right. <laughs> so this, yeah, they do this pre-tape thing with the jazz people without Jericho. And then Claudio and Wheeler Yuta on the other side. I guess, you know, they're, they're trying to get Claudio to join. Yeah. If like, he doesn't what? win the Ring of Honor World title, he's got to be a sports entertainer again. And and apparently uh, Hager wants to be a, his tag team partner again. He's like, we can be a tag partner again, bro. We can wear hats together. Well, he's got he to He's he tried to give him a purple hat. So, Jericho loses the title because Claudio is not joining the Jazz. Oh, no, he's got to. Oh, no. That's awful. No, you know, that's it's that's entertainment, man. Oh, no. That's Don't, too much entertainment. They got to they gotta do it and make him be in the group unhappy. And then eventually he wins his freedom, and you know, that keeps Claudio busy for the next six months. You know what I mean? That's what Vince would do. This is Tony Khan. I'm telling he doesn't you, do that. I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. So, so that's continued BCC and Jazz that we've had since March. Well, I mean, I think the BCC is just going to quietly dissolve because it. You know, kind of doesn't exist anymore. I mean, there's like, but it could tonight go, they clearly said it does, right? But it could go either way. Well, I don't know. I'm just speculating. We'll talk more about that here soon. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to do. Well, also, Yuda's, Yuda's getting the return match for the pure title. Right, he said out of nowhere that just popped up. So there's, so, so there's still, so they're keeping going, they're keeping it all going. I had a couple of problems with segments tonight, and that was one of them. There was too much, yeah, too much pretty, going on there. It was pretty meh. I'll agree. Um, this next match was cool though. I liked it. It was cool. Samoa Joe, Ar Fox. Uh, you know they had a they had a nice little AR match Fox or whatever. Is all elite. Yes, officially they all said elite. That. Yeah, he got signed after that last match that they had uh, that he was on Dynamite that we did a few weeks back. Um, uh, he teamed with uh, someone, right? He teamed with oh, Top Flight, right? I think so. Is that yeah. Who it was? Yeah. yeah. He's so, got some cool moves, man. That dude's cool. He's neat. They had a neat little match. Never really bought. He was winning. It was a match, though. So it was fine. Oh, yeah. The you finish know. was cool. <laughs> the finish was awesome. <laughs> he went for some cool, cool, like, off-the-top rope move that Joe was supposed to, like, wobbly take. And Joe just moved out of the way with, like, the most dickish smirk on his face I've ever seen. Like, he's like, what? Like, why would I even let you fall onto me like that? And then did this, like, you know that move, the pounce? That's what it reminded me of. Monty Brown. Like a, yeah, he did like a pounce elbow, kind of. It was right. cool looking. They just called it a back elbow or something like that. I was like, oh, you should put some 
put some respect on that. It looked like a pounce elbow. <clears throat> but then he hits him with the muscle buster. Man, that was the best. Monty Brown could have really been a name. Yeah. WWE got a hold of him, and they just really, I guess, just broke his damn spirit because he quit wrestling after making it to WWE. What did they call him? Marcus Corvon. Corvon, that's right. Yeah. It was not good. They put him in ECW, didn't they? He was one of the new breed of ECW, yeah. yeah. That was sad. And it sucked. Um, That match went 639, by the way. Yeah, you know, quick little thing. Joe gets the win. Wardlow uh, interrupts on the screen. Says he's Joe coming for himself, what's his, and it's Wardlow's world. But first, Joe calls himself the king of television. Hell yeah. You know, sometimes <laughs> it's hard to tell what uh, people are actually trying to get over as a catchphrase and what they just kind of are saying as like promo fodder. I well, guess sometimes things catch on, but. I noticed something at the beginning of this I was going to point out. Do you know that the TNT Championship is not an AEW title? Really? It's a TNT title. It's the TNT Championship. Interesting. Let me pull up a picture of it real quick. So there's no marking of AEW on it whatsoever. I'm going to pull that up picture up real quick. So in theory... Hold on a second. Okay, it does say AEW on it. Oh, okay. But when they announce it... They don't announce it as the AEW TNT Championship. They just say TNT Championship. Or the TNT Championship. I guess that makes more sense. Yeah. I guess putting AEW ahead of it would be a little much saying. A little too much to say. I just thought it was weird that they just say a TNT Championship. God forbid they ever divorce from Turner. And they got to change the name to, like, you know, <laughs> Mav TV Championship or... Oh, my gosh. You know, whatever. Uh, oh, what's man. some, like, horrible network? Uh, the, the, <laughs> the Magnolia Network Championship. <laughs> there we go. That's a callback. <laughs> Chip and Joanne. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um. Oh, man. If the people only knew. That's the stuff, uh, you know, we need to just let that roll and then we'll sell that to like uh, the money paying subscribers. They can. Uh, oh, see yeah, that we get some Patreon footage. going on. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. Um, so this next part, are you, uh, uh, are, first of all, are you a fan of Powerhouse Hobbs or Will Hobbs at pre- as he's known before Powerhouse Hobbs? He's cool. He's all right. Are you digging this new Street Hobbs? Trying to find out where okay. he's from. This vignette, uh, it totally gave me like, uh, gosh, you know, I don't know. It was not good though. No. This this was something out of like the mid '90s. Like you remember when yeah. Fa Two tried to do like the I'm from the streets and 
a protective street. I thought I was watching city. a Warren G video. <laughs> this DJV Warren yeah. G. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was waiting for some Warren G to kick out. I was like, regulators, where, where yeah. is it? Come on, hit the music. <laughs> no, no, that segment was uh, not it for me. But the next segment that followed up fixed the feelings I was feeling for that last one. Now, are we talking... To, to, uh... to have Taz explain hookonomics to us, <laughs> they should just name that segment Taz Explains Hookonomics because... For sure. That is awesome. He's like, oh, see how he gets risk control? See how he goes? And there's like a... It zeroes in like you're watching some... Uh, Flight simulator or something like that. Right. Oh man, look at Telestrator. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, <coughs> yeah. Hookonomics by Taz. Not to be confused with the Thugonomics. No, no. Let's not confuse us. Too many WWE references tonight. We gotta try to limit those. Yeah. Uh, so then. The moment everyone's been waiting for, MJF makes his first promo as the champion. We didn't get it last week, but we get it this week. Uh, Regal started this. He came out and uh, introduced MJF. And, um, yeah, you know, the basic gist of it. Before we get too far, I just want to say, uh, sorry you were stuck at work tonight, Derek. Oh, that's all. Okay. <laughs> Did you see the sign that was in front of the the heart can tonight? No. Did it during say this that? segment, this it was during this segment. I kept seeing it pop up, like as Regal's coming in, as as MJF is coming in. It's on the lower right hand side. It said, "Sorry you were stuck at work, Derek," and I was like. I got a shout out to Derek tonight. Poor Derek, so, man. Sorry you're stuck at work, Derek. <laughs> but I'm anyway. here and I got my sign <laughs> on TV, damn it. Um, yeah. So this is interesting. Well, uh, the basic gist of this, I mean, there's a lot of different things to cover, obviously. First off, MJF explains... They just come out and explain everything that happened. Yeah. Uh, it says, basically, he got this email from Regal yeah, after... because Regal's not a text guy. He's The beat down, yeah. He's an email guy. Apparently. <laughs> and, the, and the basis of their whole argument before was the email and, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I've never heard anyone say, I got a text from Regal. <laughs> See, Everyone you. gets emails from Regal. That makes sense. Maybe he was the anonymous GM. Oh, dude. I always thought Hornswoggle was a uh, patsy. (laughs) But, uh, so they go into that whole thing. Then there's a a thing under under a blanket there in the ring. I knew it. Definitely looked like a new belt. Uh, he denounces the AEW title as itself, saying that it looked tacky and um, 
you know, he didn't want to be reminded of the guys that held it before and all this stuff. So he's unveiling. Even though they're belt. talented. Right. In their own right. Yeah. Uh, he made that clear. He wanted to let them know they are talented. They take the scarf off the belt and it's basically the same belt, but with a new strap. It's right? the big Burberry belt. What the hell is Burberry? It's it's what his scarf is made out of. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, okay. That I had makes to look sense. it up not that long ago. Uh, what Also, what was interesting here, he mentions by name in the promo Ricky Starks, but also Danielson and Eddie Kingston. So, bing, bang, boom. Probably first three matches right there, right? Uh, well, Starks is the first one for right. sure. But also um, planted the seeds for something with Danielson and something with Eddie. Yeah. Um, Said Eddie would never be champion. Long the, as he lives. I, uh, I think I have voiced my opinion on this before. And I think I still have the same stance as I did before, but the bidding war of 2024, mm -hmm. I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't, I, don't, like, I don't like when he brings it? it up. No, I wish he'd stop talking about uh, Jolly St. Nick and the game Trips. My boy I Trips. He, I wish he just wouldn't say anything. Well. Not my thing. I don't know. The more that he eggs this on, especially on TV, just makes me think that, you know, there's not, you know, I mean, there there is a bidding war, but there's not, you know what I mean, kind of a yeah. thing. Uh, and he also kind of immediately downplayed that afterwards, though, and this is the first time he did this, was he threw out the H word, the Hollywood word, says, oh, I might do that yeah. instead. Maybe wrestling doesn't deserve me. Maybe I just go. Which he's playing one of the Von Erics. I think we covered that. I think everyone's covered that at this point. Um, so, you know, starting to do the acting. He, he got bit by the acting bug a little bit. Possibly. He was dropping some names. Championship reigns. Yeah. He, you know, Hogan, he Jarrett, San Martino. JBL. JBL. Interesting he didn't say Roman Reigns. You think MJF uh, would go all the way and would have mentioned Roman Reigns since, you know, that's happening concurrently to their programming, but he did not do that. So I thought that no. was interesting. Uh, he chose to go after uh, basically a bunch of guys who can't do anything about it anymore, <laughs> you know. Uh, Hogan's, you know, basically a skeleton. Uh, you know, JBL, you know, definitely out of ring shape. Jeff Jarrett, it's, inter it's interesting he threw that in there. Maybe they'll do that match at some point. Um, so then for the conclusion of this body of work, uh, he ends up turning on Regal, basically to, to sum it all up. That's kind of how we... With the our, knuckles. Yeah. We had our beginning, middle, and end, and basically just said you made a deal with the devil. Don't trust the devil or whatever, you know. 
Uh, DTA, don't trust anybody, Regal. DTA. Austin should have taught you that long ago. Yep. Apparently uh, you trained the wrong guys. Now, you mentioned how concussions weren't a joke earlier, but during this segment, they do this whole thing. They're selling this whole thing. Oh, gosh. He's bleeding from his mouth. And they talk about his brain bleed and how he has like metal in his neck and stuff. If I heard Excalibur say brain bleed one more time, I was like, okay, come on. All right, we get it. Yeah. We get it, Scally. Danielson comes out and looks like he's yeah. his dad's gonna die. He rushed into the uh into the ambulance with him. And uh, they part of off. me really thought thought MJF was gonna like T bone the ambulance or oh my gosh, now that would be Vince. <laughs> that that's WWE oh, writing shit. right there. I was waiting for it because they they went all the way back to the ambulance. How many times have you seen the camera go all the way back to the ambulance and not do anything? It's rare, but you're now, right. That's Vince. That or would trained be... to. That would be some heat. Now that's sports entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then we get a little match of the year, baby. Well, before that, we got Stokely oh. Hathaway oh. and Ethan Page. They come out with Matt Hardy. Yeah, I missed <laughs> this. I heard it because I was in the kitchen messing around with dinner. I had to start noodles to boil. Well, and uh, yeah, I it was the whole the segment noodles. was over before I got back from starting the pot to boil water. It yeah. was over. The match only lasted twenty two seconds. Right. Well, we had your you know this led into the Ricky Starks you know squash. Of Ari Davari, apparently. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I heard Ethan Page start talking. It says on here that Matt Hardy talked. I never heard that. He never... And then I heard I heard Rochambeau. He wins. Ricky Stark wins. Going the winter is coming. I was like, geez. All because I was trying to boil noodles. I don't think Matt talked. He came out, you know, him and Stokely and Paige came out and Matt got in front of him and was like doing his mattitude poses. Oh. And doing the delete thing. And uh, Stokely was like, get your ass in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and they just oh, totally, totally are like, uh, you know, castrating Matt Hardy. And Ethan Page just basically said, you know, you're going to help me win this battle royal next week. That's basically yeah. what went down. Uh, then we get Tony Schiavone backstage with uh, Hater and Baker and Rebel. Do they have like a group name? <laughs> Doctor and the Nurses. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the, the dentist and her assistants. The practice. <laughs> We've got the firm uh, and the practice. So uh, the champion wants a sit down. She wants to be respected. So. We're going to get that. And we're going to see if Britt Baker is going to talk for her or not. And it's got to be with Shivani, not with uh, Renee. 
Yeah, Renee can go to hell, apparently. Um, Willow Nightingale goes over Anna J.A.S. This is an okay match. They did a neat little match, and you yeah, know, this is good action. This sets uh, that's Willow up to uh, possibly be a challenger uh, for uh, for Hater, right? Uh, I think so. And then we had a return at the end. Yes, yes, absolutely. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. She comes back and... Um, Whoop Ty Mello's ass. Yeah, they pretty much squashed this right there and then. You know? I mean, I guess they'll still have a match. But at this point, it's like, well, you already came back and kicked her ass, so... Why do you even need to have a match? You know what I mean? Yeah. And this next segment was my favorite segment of the night. Okay. It just shows why why one of my top five favorite wrestlers is it's the reason why he's one of my favorites. Because he's no bullshit. He's no frills. He just gets to the point. He he just wants to get his shit done. Get in there, get done, move along. You know, let's get to it. Right? Talking about our boy OC. Talking about the OC. Yeah. He's got, you got Tony and QT and Orange Cassidy. (laughs) He's got the belt. He's got the belt barely (laughs) hanging out of the backpack. He's holding the backpack in front of him with the belt like, only half the belt out of the backpack because if you see too much of it, you're going to get burnt out. Right. It's not special anymore. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, me too. Man, I feel bad for people that don't get Orange Cassidy. I really do. Oh, yeah. I just think, man, you know, it's just, it's, uh, just it makes me mad. But I'm glad that I, I'm glad that me and you get it though. QT says I want to tell. You, okay, sure. Lumberjack. <laughs> okay, whatever. Lumberjack. Sure. Move on. Sure. Whatever. It's yours. <laughs> Have it. QT. We're doing this. Marshall. Come on, man. But you know, whatever. It's a rampage match, right? So. I just love it. He's like, fine, whatever. Take it. Let's do it. A match? Cool, a match. Let's do it. Come on. Go, move it. From something we both love <laughs> to something that I'm pretty sure everybody hated. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this Jade Cargill Championship Celebration. Okay. Last month, we had a championship celebration. Okay. Well, it was a, a day celebration, but they they also were champions. Uh, acclaimed, they had a, a true celebration. Okay, and so all these girls, these three girls, saw what the celebration was supposed to be, and they they did not deliver on that. <laughs> the celebration sucked, man. It was horrible. Nothing nothing was celebrated. Well, you know, look, 
they come out. Now, Jade Cargill with the the outfit she was wearing, which was just ridiculous. She just came out and then just turned around and left. And like it probably would have been a much better uh, segment than it turned out to be. I don't don't understand. They came out. Now, she did get interrupted by Bow Wow, which like, come on, people. Like, is, is... Anyway, the whole point of the championship celebration is for it to get ruined. You know what I mean? That's the whole reason why you do that angle. Is for it to get ruined by someone. It's a heel celebrating, and then a face comes in and ruins it all, and everyone has a good time. That's yeah, it was awful. That's how that's how the angle's supposed to play out, and this that's not how this happened. Now is she gonna wrestle Bow Wow? What are we doing here? Don't understand. Waste of everyone's time, really. All, all, all due respect to Jade Cargill. Um, crowd hated it. Pretty sure everyone at home hated it. They got to figure out. It. They got to figure out something else to do with her, man. For real. This is not it. Having her do the live crowd promos is not her strong suit, and they've done this no. a couple times recently. No. And I know that you want to give them experience, but like do it I don't know, do it during a commercial break or something or in a dark match. Or, I don't know, man. Something. It yeah. took me a minute to see that she was actually wearing a bodysuit. I was like, ah, what the fuck is she wearing? You can't just let her go out there and drown herself. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that sucked. But, you know, this next segment, this next match really picked up for it. Hey, Brian, you should center your camera a little more. It looks like you're, like, getting cut off a little bit. I know you, I know, I know you can't see me, but my... Whoa, hold on a second. Did you just John Cena me just now? As far as I can see, I'm still in our frame. I'm not sure how it looks. Oh to wow! You. Okay. Well, as long as they can see you, I don't know. It's weird. This next segment was awesome. Match three. Nope. Um, you missed a segment. How did I miss a segment? Drill Sergeant Daddy Ass. A backstage segment. Did you not see that? I did see that, but that's not the acclaim. They missed that on the uh, the review here that I'm reading. Oh. Well, that sucks. That's where, that's where that came in at. The acclaimed every Wednesday. Thanks. Drill Sergeant. Thanks. Drill Sergeant Daddy Ass, dude. Thanks, Dave. You know, it's the last yeah. time that I freaking use the Observer to, to do my bullet points for the recap. Next time, use 411 Mania. They're good. See, there you That's go. where I get my times for my matches. Shout out the 411 Mania. Usually I can count on, uh, I mean, it's not Dave that writes these, obviously. It's some other jabroni at the website. Uh, but uh, usually I can count on these, not tonight. But yes, this segment 
Now, I thought it was great that they pointed out that the Acclaimed uh, didn't have a match or really much of anything besides this 30 seconds on the show, which which seems obscene. Uh, um, but it was one of the funniest moments of the show. Yes. It's, it was so funny. <laughs> uh, we're going to challenge... We're going to wrestle the best tag team. What? You're the best tag team. He means the second best tag team, sir. That was so funny. Yes. They did like an <laughs> army, army type skit. Yeah. Drill Sergeant Daddy Ass, dude. That's yeah. awesome. I want an action figure of Drill Sergeant Daddy Ass. I yeah. think that'd be cool. It's, it's fine. It, yeah. That can be a, a gimmick that they do from time to time, or maybe it was a one time so, thing. Who knows? This is the second time a segment that I didn't like was followed by a segment that I did like. So, you know that earlier Hobbs was followed with Hookonomics with Taz and Worst Celebration Ever was followed by Drill Sergeant Daddy Ass. And then followed by something I was wrong about. Last week, I said that the six-man tag match would never be in the main event. I was wrong. This week, it was in the main event. Of course. It just proves that Tony watches this. So shout out Tony Khan. Tony Khan's listening to it on his plane rides. Obviously, he's got it Probably. on his on his Spotify uh, yeah thing while he's bouncing back and forth. Oh, that and the JS Willow Nightingale. I don't know if I said that match was seven thirty two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think we had the time for that. Yeah, I don't think I did either. But good heads up, yes, we get match three, Elite Death Triangle. Um, they, so the Blitz. They did so with the Blitz, right? Is that what we call this? Yeah, that's what I'm calling it. It was a different setup, you know. They did the the jump before the bell, long brawl before the match actually starts. Uh, gimmick. Yeah. Which, uh, which is fine. They still didn't, you know, they did all kinds of awesome stuff, uh, during that brawl on the rampway and no one fell off of it. So that was good. A couple people jumped off of it. A couple jumps were made. A couple Ranas were hit off of it. Yeah. Rick Knox took a ref bump. Big one. (laughs) Rick Knox got knocked out. out. That happened a little later, though, right? <laughs> well, as they were coming back, oh, it was like as right, soon as right. they came back from the from over there. Um, yeah. So that was kind of the story of the, you know, that was, uh, and the elite initiated this, right? Because yes. they came out first. That triangle came out second. They ran up the ramp and attacked them uh, before the bell. So that was their strategy. To make sure that they got this win. Yeah. And get them three zero. Right. So yeah, and this was good, but uh and definitely awesome, but I wanna say so far was probably the weakest one of the three. Would you agree? I think so. That, yeah, Vito? I think so. Not that it was not that it was bad, but of the three it was like it it just seemed kinda anticlimactic. 
Um, there was a couple points I wanted to point out. Uh, Alex has done uh, took the heel turnabout now, uh, yes, and Phoenix yes. is still a no on this. <coughs> He's supporting the hammer. He wants to yep. use the hammer. Penta wants to use the hammer. Everyone wants to use the hammer. Phoenix is still no. He ain't down with it. Um, and another thing I want to point out is Nick and Phoenix are so entertaining when they wrestle each other. Those two are like wrestling gold with each other. And they're the younger brothers. So Makes I just really sense. like them. Yeah. But uh, as you know, my boys won. It's now two to one. Matt uh, gets the win after putting up the knees. Uh, Pac uh, doing his uh, twisty, turny splash thing off the top the rope. Red arrow, black arrow, one of the colors. Yeah, Nick puts the knees up, and it looked devastating. Yeah, uh, they showed the, the replay they showed was yeah. horrible. Right. If he wasn't wearing that mask, it would have been way worse. I mean, it looked stiff and... You think it'd be kind of a weird way to end a match, but uh, with how stiff it looked, it it made sense. You know what I mean? And in honor of that, uh, I did some redecorating here. I moved my boys. So there you down go. here, I don't know if you can see them, but yeah, no, we got I the elite right see. here. The elite right here. So, the wayward sons. The wayward sons, <laughs> and they are carrying on, carrying on with. Those did, wayward sons. Did we get any? Uh, there was no chanting or anything like that tonight from this crowd. I, huh? I didn't hear any. They were uh, over on the elite though, even though they were playing heels majorly. Right. Majorly, and this match went twelve fifteen. By the way, they just decided to just ignore all that and go out and have the match they're going to have. I mean, really, I. Dude, I, I couldn't tell you who was what in this feud. It's just kind of like it's whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's whoever you support. Well, it's fine. like uh, Death Triangle is having their own storyline within each other. Right. And and Elite's like, we're heels. Yeah. Cheer for us. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's cool. Now... DT using the hammer in the first two matches, I think, kind of clearly makes them... I mean, if you're going to paint anybody as the heels, it's them. You know, and then today... Yeah, and but then in this match, only half of them are... Or three-quarters of them are heels now. Right. So, so, I mean, that's basically the whole thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? You eat three-fourths of the pizza... You know, that's that's most of the pizza right there. <laughs> You're right. So, You're right. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's... So, they're clearly... And, I mean, tonight with the whole jumping them before the bell, but still keeping it clean thing. Uh, I mean, they got a clean win. You know, they didn't do anything to cheat to win the match. You know, it was a, it was a clear reversal. And mm-hmm. uh, and Matt got the win, so that's apparently what we're doing. So what are we rating this show, bro? I'm telling you, as a whole, you, the 
the show started great. It ended great. Stuff in the middle was kind of meh. Except the MJF promo, of course, was fire. Um, everything else is just kind of there. I'm going all the way. Uh, I'm going all the way to a four on this one, man. I really enjoyed it. Really, I really wow. enjoyed this show as a whole. There was too much meh for me. Um, a lot of meh so in the middle. There was five matches, only five matches, and one of them was 22 seconds long. That, that there was, was part of the man in the middle. There was two segments that I didn't like. One of them was horrible. Uh, I, I just, I just was not into this very much. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go low. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give it a solid three. Wow, that's probably the biggest contrast we've ever had. Yeah, this was not a. Uh, this was not one for me. The matches were good. But uh, there's got to be more, uh, there's got to be less math for me to give it a four. There was a lot of math, but I, I really enjoyed. Math. And not a in. single yam bag. Yeah, someone made some money on that for sure. It was probably I grade on the yam bag curve. Um, gosh, what was it? You know, one last thing here. Uh, that I was going to say just about uh, this show compared to other shows uh, in general is that the things I really enjoyed about it, right, were the first match and then the last match. I wish, if someone out there is listening, can we somehow get less picture-in-picture in the show? Like I don't. That's what messed up a lot of matches are commercials commercials screwed up a lot of matches like is there any way we can you know i can understand going to a commercial once you know maybe every other match has a commercial in the middle of it somehow we can figure this out you know what i mean it's like i don't know man i i I know if a match goes long like the main event you kind of have to have a commercial in the middle of it but man it just uh, it really takes you know like tonight i was really enjoying those matches and i was just thinking man this commercial really kind of takes me out of it yeah agreed you know that anna js and will nightingale really suffered for that too (laughs) see there you go and that probably suffered the most because they needed the support. You know, you need that support to, to push those people more than anything. Yeah. I think. All right. Well, that, I guess, is it. Vito, my man. Big Vito T. The brand. Yo. Pro Wrestling Planet Podcast. We did the AEW Dynamite review once again. Give me the scissor, my man. Scissor me, baby. Scissor me, Daddy Vito. (laughs) Uh, Daddy Vito, you gotta love it. Good night and goodbye. Bang.